empty, like a hollow, three-dimensional rendering. She had cried then, harsh, jagged-edged sobs that came out so quickly, they hurt as they spun and ripped through her belly and chest and throat. Maybe now there was nothing left, only this barely tingling detachment and the sense that she should be feeling more, that she would feel more if she only waited. She started to ask her father if he was worried, but when she looked at him, he was sagging in his chair, staring blankly at the soggy maple leaves from last fall on the lawn. She patted his hand. You all right? I just want my house back, Jerry said, swirling his mug. I don't think you should stay here tonight, Dad. It would be better if you came home with me. Jerry laughed, a short, bear-like rumble. And sleep where? On your balcony? Jessica leaned forward, ready to argue, but Jerry put up a hand to stop her. When your mother died, she asked me not to move. Nothing has changed. This is our house together, period. No arguments. The male plainclothes officer stepped out the front door and blinked at the sun. Jessica could see that he used to be an athlete. He stood on the step like he had been placed there by God, as if his body had a divine right to be anywhere it wanted to be, and that this was the way it had always been. For a second, she wondered what it would be like to run her hands over a man like that instead of pale, bony Trevor, who always trembled under her fingers. But then she blushed. This wasn't the time. Really, really wasn't. The officer turned his head and waved before smoothing down the sides of his curly brown hair. Jerry waved back, but couldn't quite hide the half-snarl, half-smile on his face. There was a time, he muttered when I could have reduced him to jelly under cross-examination. Jessica thought it best to just ignore him. Mr. Campbell, I'm Detective Gallo. He strode across the front lawn and pointed at a patch of grass. Do you mind if I join you? Jerry shrugged. Not at all, detective. Jessica almost laughed. The detective squatted, one knee on the ground, and looked at Jessica. Call me Chris. You must be Jessica. Before she could answer, Chris continued. I saw your degrees on the wall in the family room. Your mother must have been proud. What was the point of this small talk? Her mother was dead. Somebody else was dead and lying in the freezer. Someone, anyone, needed to explain everything before Jessica went out of her mind. She had a vision of her brain quivering on the grass at her feet, her skull an empty shell and splintering apart. But she forced herself to answer. My mother just wanted me to help others, and to be happy. I really should ask you both a few questions, but before I do that, there's something you need to know. Chris looked up at Jerry, his brown eyes squinting against the sunlight. Spit it out. I want to get this over with. Jessica could hear the thoughts behind her father's words. Get the fuck out of my house so I can have a drink. Chris hesitated just long enough for Jessica's stomach to flip. What is it? What's going on? Her voice sounded weak, like it was cowering in a corner, hunched. In the second freezer, he said, and paused. When he started speaking again, his voice was quiet. There's another body. Jessica stood up and walked toward the bamboo by the front steps. Her head was pounding. She touched a shiny green leaf, so thin, 
so easy to shred. When she was a child, it was easy to slide behind the plants in the garden. If she stood still enough, breathed with the wind that blew shadows backward and forward, no one would ever see her and she could watch, undisturbed, anything she wanted. What? Jerry sputtered. How can there be two bodies? That's what we are wondering too, Mr. Campbell, and we'd really like to know who they are. Jessica reached out and grabbed a branch of the skinny bamboo. It snapped in her grasp. I knew it, she said. I knew it had to be them. Who? Jerry gripped the sides of the lawn chair. Detective Gallo stood and approached her. He placed a hand on Jessica's arm. Who are you talking about, Miss Campbell? The sisters, she said. Jamie and Casey. The foster kids. The ones who disappeared. Then, before she could finish...